Hey, Rob from Foot Traffic Coaching here. We're going to be bringing you some tips and information on the Ironman and Ironman 70.3 races in Taupo, information on the courses, things to do around town, and interviews with athletes and other people. So, hopefully you will pick up some information that might help you in your training and racing for these great events. So stick around, listen in. Hey, just before we go into this podcast, this final episode, I just want to say a few things. Had another great day down at the Become One tent at race registration. I met a whole heap of new people, new faces, people from all over the world. It was really exciting and lots of first-timers coming up and asking questions. So, you know, everybody's really keen and really excited for the race tomorrow. The atmosphere down at the race registration area today is, is quite something I haven't seen before at Ironman New Zealand. I think there's definitely a real vibrancy about it. Maybe it's some nice weather, but just the whole setup and the, the people around was just a really cool feel to it. So, you guys are in for a treat. If you're a first-timers, it's going to be a great day tomorrow. I'd like to thank those people who came up and, and said they listened to the podcast. There was at least one or two. So at least I know there's one or two people that listen. And a lot of people have sent me messages and saying that how they have appreciated it and found it useful. So that's really nice to hear. I really hope it has been useful. And throughout the day, you'll be recalling my, my uh, boring tones through the race as you go through sections of the course. But... Yeah, like I say, it's, it's been something new that we haven't done before, so it was kind of cool, and I definitely want to continue this for um, future events, particularly for Ironman New Zealand in the future. For those of you that aren't too sure what we do at Foot Traffic Coaching, you know, I spoke to some of you guys about our coaching services, but we have expert coaches within our organisation, and we offer one-on-one coaching services, and that's really good because that enables those athletes that want to get the most out of their training and racing an opportunity to work with a coach directly to make the most of their goals and uh, expectations. The other thing we do is subscription membership, online membership to athletes, either for specific events like Ironman New Zealand or some of the, uh, some of the races in Australia and Asia, and those people will sign up to our membership plans and receive a new training block every four weeks and with some interaction with myself and the other coaches, and that's been a new initiative for us and it's really exciting to see those people evolve in their, through the training and who will be racing tomorrow. And we also have a number of training plans within our membership for those people that are just standard online members to our subscription site. So there's plenty there on offer in terms of coaching through foot traffic. So if you aren't too sure, please get in touch with us and we'll send you the information that you need. But go to our website www.foottrafficcoaching.com, um, hit us up through Facebook or Instagram or any of those social media channels. But I hope you find enjoy this final episode for before 2020 Ironman. Good luck for tomorrow. Cheers. Uh, here we are down at the lakefront day before day before Ironman New Zealand, and I found uh, my buddy Dan Feist from Blue Seventy. Hey and, man, uh, how you going? Hey Dan, how are you? Yeah, good. Dan, talk to us about warm up processes before the Ironman or the 70.3 what, what do yeah do? well look the main thing is, is it is extremely important to do a warm up you know the amount of times I know people that have gone into races and you know, all of a sudden they've kind of like seized up around 400 metres yeah you've the, you've got to prepare the body you know to do exercise so warm up's vital so that you know there's so many different ways you can warm up and, and people are, are very individual with you know, how they want to do it Obviously, you can warm up in the water, or you can warm up obviously on land, depending on if there's uh, 
if you're able to yeah. warm up in the water. Okay, so we'll do those those scenarios. Let's say they they can get into the water. What do you what do you suggest people do? Oh no, let's take it back a step. How how soon before the swim starts should they get their wetsuits on? Uh, again, that's I think a lot of it comes down to how uh, comfortable the person is and how nervous they get. You know, okay. the more nervous you are, maybe the earlier you want to do it. But um, I'm generally in, in my gear a good half an hour before I need to prepare to get in line or, or, or line up on the start line. Okay. And so once you've got the suit on, get into the water. Yep. If you have that opportunity, yep. what do you suggest people do? Uh, look... Again, if you're new, you're probably a bit nervous about doing a lot of warm-up, but the more warm-up you do, the better, and at varied paces. Mm-hmm. So myself, I'd get in the water if I was doing a race, and I'd do it minimum 800 metres, mm. and I'd do like a 200 easy. So you're saying uh, 10, 12, 15 minutes swimming? Yeah, 12, yep. 15 minutes yep. okay. easy. Okay. And I'd 10 minutes. <laughs> Hang on, we're not how fast we're swimming. <laughs> we <laughs> Um, I'd do uh, like a 200 easy, just, you know, stretch out the stroke, okay. and then I'd vary pace, and I'd make sure my pace gets quite intense, okay. and just to warm the body up. and so building into it. Really important, because otherwise, if you don't do it then, you're going to ha- have those that horrible feeling, the muscle burn okay. early on in the race. So let's say they, they don't have quite as much access to the water mm-hmm. to, to do that to do that length warm-up. Would you do some dry land stuff, then get into the water, then get out and do some more dry land? Yeah, so the, the key is when you get back out too is, you know, what are the conditions like? Are you warm enough to do that? So yeah, I suppose assess the conditions first. Yeah. And if okay. it's really, really windy, don't get in the water because you're okay. going to be freezing when you come back out. That's great advice. Um, and, you know, have you got a big woolly coat and, and stuff yeah. like that to put on if you, if you had to. And the um, nature of down at Lakefront at Taupo at 6.30, 7 in the morning is it can be pretty calm but it can be pretty cold yeah man air temperature cold yeah. the lake might be warm but the air temperature could be cold it could be very cold yeah um, if that's the case you might want to warm up in your wetsuit right put your wetsuit on and get some stretch cords out yeah and, and do a good 10 minutes worth and get that burn going with the arms because it's generally the shoulders and the arms which is that kind of burning sensation that you'll get in that first 400 meters if you don't warm up properly so. and it's that you're just simulating the swim stroke through the stretch yeah. cords yeah and another good thing you could do is use a, a bike in a tube maybe get someone to hold one end of it and you can just have it in your hand and simulate your swim stroke against resistance. Yeah, a bunch of cords, whatever you know, whatever yeah. you've got or you can use, or anything that adds tension around that rotator. Cuff. An old wetsuit. Yeah. <laughs> old wetsuit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and the warm-up process. You sh- really should finish it as close to the swim start as possible, within reason. Oh, within obviously. reason, yeah, as much yeah. as you can. But sometimes there's so much wading around. Yeah. Um, you know, you just got to do your best and deal with what you got. Everyone else is in the same boat, but. If you can be a little bit smarter and, and maybe, you know, if you get out of that water and you've got a big coat or something mm. to put over you, if it is windy, to just keep you that much warmer, especially if you're a, a thin athlete, mm. right? If you're a thin athlete, you get cold easy. Um, you want to make sure you keep all that uh, kind of like, uh, or get yourself wrapped up. Yeah. So the takeaways really is don't get cold. Mm. Warm up properly. Yeah, stay warm. Yeah, stay warm. And uh, expect that things to get a little bit uncomfortable in the early part of the swim, but it does settle down. Yeah, you know. no, you just kind of just keep moving. You know, yeah. it's like Dory, mate, just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. It's great advice. Thanks very much, Dan. I think that's about it. Boom. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Good luck to everyone. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, I'm here with good friend and the other voice of Ironman New Zealand, the Cam other. Harper. Cam, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Very good. So uh, I, it's, it's quite good that I'm standing here under the Become One first time as Ironman tent here yes. at the Expo. Yeah. Because, you know, so many of the people that are racing tomorrow and listen to this podcast are first-timers. So, you know, there's the more experienced athletes sort of know what's what's involved. But what, what's some of the 
bits of advice that you can give these first timers as they go into the last few hours before race day? I think the number one thing, I was talking to a guy this morning who went out for a little splash around in the lake and he was trying to do some efforts ahead of tomorrow and I said that's cool man but I said you do realise you're not going to get any fitter ahead of the race <laughs> eh? Like, you know, this is not the world championships today it's it's the race is tomorrow the training is done yeah yeah and it was just just everyone says it relax and it can be really hard to relax right but mm. just relax today listen to your coach make sure you listen to what they've got to say because these people are experienced you know you, you can't go out and get any better between now and tomorrow you can only get worse right but I think the big thing for race day is just make sure you get to transition in plenty of time you know we see it every year don't we that there's someone turns up uh, and they're late they've slept in they've left something behind they haven't got their act together and that the last one's getting out of transition they're panicking and they're just going to have a bad day you know just just chill be cool Mm. get to transition early get your bike done wish it luck you'll see it again in the race just just be cool just chill out and just work through your process yeah that's that's such good advice i've been there before where i've forgotten something i've had to race home but you know, there is a lot of time in the morning to get it done. It's a, it's a cool feeling, and I always remember it from my first time to my la- to the last time I've done is when you walk in towards the transition and it's dark and there's a there's a the lights are over the transition area, yeah. and and you can hear your voice yeah. across the microphone, but it's really calming, you know. And that's it's as soon as I hear that, I think it's okay, you know. Yeah. The ra- the race is here, I'm ready to do it, and and just knowing that someone like Cam is is there had so much experience in, in this race and seen everything come and go um you know what he says on the microphone that day is is exactly it you know he'll tell you to relax he'll tell you to make sure you're making your way to train to the swim start with plenty of time he'll tell you where the bike pumps are with the, with the mechanics and that sort of thing so it's all there for you to be done on race morning yeah and it's like many people have said before us and i'll say it again now is that race day is essentially you know a, a big strong training day that's mm. fully catered for you there's there's all these Mercury volunteers who are there to make you have a better day. I mean, our sole purpose is to make you have a better day as an athlete to actually enjoy yourself. And don't put undue pressure on yourself. I mean, look, if you're trying to qualify for Kona, well, hey, awesome. That's, that's awesome. Majority of us are never going to go near it, right? So you just want to be the best version of you. And getting caught up as some, I don't know, European dude with massive quads <laughs> and amazing calf muscles on a fast-looking bike, don't worry about it. You yeah. know, don't worry about it. it. It is what it is, you know, and there's just nothing more you can do. And you look at it and go, you wanted to start this race and finish this race in good nick, have a great time, take a great photo at the end. And, you know, as uh, John and Judy Collins, the great uh, founders of Ironman, said, you know, you, you do the distances and at the end of it you brag for the rest of your life. That's it. And it's pretty cool. The th- and that's exactly what I've been hearing from the first timers today who have been talking to me is that they're nervous about about what this race is going to bring. And, and I just say, look, just get to the 30k mark on the run. Yeah. And, then, and then you can think about how am I going to attack this day? Because if, if you get to the 30k mark and you're comfortable, all you got to do is run 12k's to the finish line. That's right. And, and that's just a normal training run that a lot of you guys would have done and that's the bit that you're really going to enjoy because if you've done it right you're going to be going past people who are walking and and you know starting to struggle and they're probably more experienced athletes than you yeah and if you can enjoy that last section of that run then you're gonna have a great day and you'll really enjoy the finish line well it's something um, mike riley said at the, the pasta party last night where i actually thought to myself geez that's that's pretty impressive coming from riley right um <laughs> i shouldn't i shouldn't take the piss out of him too much he's a good guy. he won't man. be listening no you don't, you don't care he's like a, it's a what it's a what podcast um but it, yeah mike, mike, mike he thought this was a video <laughs> <laughs> make sure you get my good side but the, the thing with um, with mike he said last night he said we're at the finish line 
opening the door to the Iron Man house. It's up to <laughs> yeah. you to make sure you come through the door. It's essentially paraphrased what he was saying. And I thought that was really cool. It's like, think of it figuratively that, I mean, you know, Iron Man changes people's lives, but don't put that pressure on yourself, you know? Mm. Just take the pressure off exactly like you're saying. If you're in good nick, enjoy it. Don't put yourself in the box for no reason. Uh, look, with all due respect, unless you're someone like Teresa Adam or Cam Brown or somebody up the pointy end, or if you're up the pointy end of an age group win, I get it, right? You're going to put a bit of pressure on yourself. But like I was saying earlier, for most of us, this is your Everest, man. You, you, you've done it. You're, you're there. You, you, this yeah. is just the final bit to be done of this entire journey that you and your mates and your, and your family, if you've, got, if you've got family and you've been ignoring the kids and the dog and the lawns overgrowing, <laughs> this is all part of it, right? You don't want to get to it and go, I just failed in the last 10Ks of it because I overdid myself mm. earlier. And it probably won't be the last one anyway. Well, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> You'll be a, back for more. Exactly. But I, I think just, you know, going back to that process thing though, Rob, I think just stick stick to the process, you know, and you see, you know, you look at the, the headmaster, you look at, at Brownie, you know, the guy's the king of it. He gets a transition. He's one of the first into transition every year, isn't he? And, mm. and he goes in there, he gets his act together, he gets it all done, looks at his bike, thanks very much, and he's off get down and get ready yeah and and you look at there's no none of the pros and the and the age groupers that have been around for a while none of them muck around and transition they get there they're done get out again but yeah. it's all part of the process yeah. you know stick to it love it how long's your day going to be tomorrow uh far too <laughs> yeah it's a long day <laughs> so can you just we'll finish up quickly now i just we've been talking a little bit about how we think the men's and women's race is going to play out yeah do, do we want to put our our uh our knowledge on the line here or do you want to just see how that goes you know what <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've never been right before <laughs> no I was right last year I got Jocelyn McCauley right the, the, yeah. anyone that was at the pasta party last night would have seen I gave her a, a bag of chocolate fish which is part of a bet we had last year I backed her to win it and I told her there's a bag of chocolate fish on it and I told her that in transition but here to the race last year and Jocelyn she's a tiny right she's five foot nothing she looks at me and goes your fish is safe but I want half <laughs> so I got her her half last night but anyway, so good. The, but the, the thing is, look, here's the thing. Most years, I'm keen to do a prediction. This year, man, I'm I'm struggling. I is really, it, yeah. really am struggling. I mean, Theresa Adam is the New Zealand Road and Time Trial champion, which is champion. the best cyclist in the country. Yeah, and Radka is an unknown quantity in the nine men. And, um, and the thing is, with the similarity those two women have, that they both have this, they both have this amazing ability to unload pressure. Yeah. So Radka, I had a chat to her before. She's so chilled out. She's so relaxed. She's off. Um, her husband Brad Stixy, he's off running at the moment. She goes, oh, he's running somewhere. He's off to do the Barcelona Marathon, and and she's got her daughter Ruby, and they'll just hang out for the day. They're happy, yeah. you know. And Teresa just unloads the pressure. So when you race with no pressure, it's incredible what you can do. Interesting thing is they're both ex-ITU athletes. Yeah, they are, aren't they? <laughs> and then you got, you know, and then also the pressure is off off a lot of those women, for, for Meredith and Teresa as well, because they've already qualified for Kona, True. right? So it puts a little pressure on the other two. But who, who knows? Yeah, and Jocelyn McCauley, I mean, she's an incredible athlete. Yeah. You know, someone so diminutive, she is just incredible. She ran so fast last year. Oh, she did, mate. But, you know, the unknown, I guess, for them, though, is if they let Teresa go, she could easily come into transition 10 minutes up. Yeah. My, predi- my prediction is she'll be best part of 10 minutes up, 8 to 10 minutes up it's at the end of bet. that. Yeah. yeah. But then, you know, she's capable of running 305 quite happily so mm. where's your where's your 256 257 to overtake Teresa and win this I mean that's that women's race is going to be incredible it's going to be tough and then that, that bloke's one you know the unknown is how fit Mike Phillips is you know fit, uh, he, he's had a, a bad back as we all know uh, he missed 70.3 in December because he had a bulged disc 
Yeah. Uh, and, and now he doesn't know how far into the run he can go, but his plan is to go as hard as he can from the wire to see what happens. Braden Curry's in amazing form. Yeah. Cam Brown is always going to be there. Joe yeah. Skipper's incredible. I mean, jeez. I mean, Braden, Braden is going to go as hard as he can at the start of the swim, as hard as he can at the start of the bike, and as hard as he can at the start of the run. Right? And good luck to anybody who can keep up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know, Mike's in some massive, massive form, so yeah. it's going to be great to and see. And like you say, Brownie, man, never count the guy out. He's he knows us. He's race better than anybody. Strong though, and man. he's focused. He yeah. is incredible to watch. And I'm quite. I think we're quite privileged. Those of us who are in the sport at the moment to be racing and watching and hanging around with a dude like Cam Brown. Greatest in sport. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, love it. So, thanks so much. This has been a great opportunity to talk to you. And you know, we're two of the biggest fans in the sport. So we're going to be frothing. We're going to be beside ourselves <laughs> tomorrow. Can't wait for it to unfold. And uh, have a good call. We'll do. And yeah, if any first timers here, make the most of it and make sure you give um, Cam a big kiss in the cuddle. Yeah, love tomorrow. it. Anytime. <laughs> Thank you. No That's awesome. Check out our website at foottrafficcoaching.com. We have a whole heap of information on there for you to check out about our training plans. And we will also put a link to our race training and race tips email series in the show notes. So check that out. Anyway, thanks very much.